Hey, it's Chris here. Can I ask a quick favor of you? If you've picked up a copy of my book, Rise of the Youpreneur, and you can spare 60 seconds to drop a quick review up on Amazon, it would mean the world to me. I read every single one of them, and they simply brighten my day every day. Plus, if you send me a copy of the review, you can just post it up on social and tag me at Chris Ducker or email me directly, chris at chrisducker.com. I'll send you a free gift that I know you're going to love, and it's super useful as well, just as a way to say thank you for doing so. And if you've not got a copy of the book yet, what are you waiting for? Head over to youpreneur.com right now to grab your copy. Thanks for listening to this short message, and let's get started with this week's episode. This is Youpreneur FM, the official podcast of the Youpreneur Mastermind Community, a place where no entrepreneur gets left behind in their pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. And now, and now, now. here's your host, serial entrepreneur and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker. Well, hello there and welcome to episode number 308 of Youpreneur FM. Yes, this is the number one podcast in the entire universe for any personal brand entrepreneur wanting to build a future-proof business based around them, their experience, and the people that they want to serve. And today I've got an amazing conversation for you today with Matt Eldridge, the owner and founder of both Melt Design and Wheezy Peasy. And he is dropping value bombs on you in regards to why your website will never be finished, regardless of how great you think it is right now. Believe you me, it is an ever-evolving horizon, right? And it's something you've got to continually put time into to make sure that it stays ahead of the curve and all that sort of stuff. And me and Matt actually dive real deep into a lot of stuff, particularly in regards to automation and what you should or shouldn't be doing. However, before we get cracking, just a quick reminder that Youpreneur FM is brought to you by the Youpreneur Mastermind community, the premier online community for entrepreneurs wanting to build a profitable, sustainable business based around their experience and those that they want to serve. Community members get exclusive access to our acceleration training library, which includes everything you'll need to know to build, market, and monetize a successful business. And couple that together with our monthly mastermind calls, discounted tickets to our live events, and access to our enthusiastic, supportive member-only forums. And you've got everything you need to succeed. If you're serious about building the business of you, as I call it, and in the most rewarding profitable way possible, then you must join us. So be sure to head over to youpreneur.com today for more info. So on to my conversation with Matt. Like I said, super successful guy, runs a couple of firms in the UK and uh, really knows his stuff. I mean, he's built literally hundreds and hundreds of websites uh, and runs automation campaigns and all that sort of stuff for clients all over the world. And um, I've got to be honest with you, he's one of the guys that can really just break down the techie side of all of this. And as you and I both know, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> it doesn't float with me very well at all. So we sit down and we really dive into why your website is never a done deal and why it's something that you have to continually work on in order to stay ahead of your competition. It's a great chat. Here we go. 
So Matt, welcome to Youpreneur FM. It's great to have you with us. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm very, very good. I'm looking forward to this chat. Um, it's something, you know, obviously you and I have known each other for a while. We've talked at length on this very subject on, you know, the importance of, uh, you know, not only designing and, and launching and building your personal brand website, but really understanding it's never really finished. Like this is an ever growing, ever evolving entity that can ultimately help you make money, right? Bring in sales in a number of different ways. Um, before we dive into that, though, give us a little bit of like a, give us a 60 second Matt story for those who okay. might not know you. <laughs> cool. So um, I own and run two businesses. So the first one is an award winning digital, digital agency that helps businesses to kind of put the right technology design and marketing systems in place. So that could be your website, um, your funnels, and helping you build up your assets, so like ebooks, downloads, all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the second business is something we launched not too long ago, which is a WordPress uh, concierge service called Wheezy Peasy. And this is where we help businesses to kind of just keep their sites up to date, loading fast, and just try and stop them from wasting time on their website. And we just do it for them in the right way, essentially. Um, and yeah, that's me in a nutshell quite quickly. <laughs> I love it. No, I'm a man that knows what to say and how to say it. It's great. Um, and and I'm, a, I'm a customer of Wheezy Peasy and um, a very happy one of it as well. So I can attest to the fact that not only obviously does it keep my sites loading nice and quickly, uh, fully mobile responsive, all my plugins are up to date. Um, you know, the speed is definitely improved. There's no doubt about that. But I, what I love about it above and beyond everything else is like, it's like I've got a team of web developers on my team, but I'm not paying them a full-time wage. They're there. They're ready and waiting for me to give them jobs to handle and make backups and update my plugins and do all that sort of stuff that we've got to do on a day-to-day basis as people running and operating WordPress websites. But I don't have to worry about managing them all myself. I don't have to worry about paying them all myself. I just pay this one very reasonable monthly fee and everything just gets taken care of off the back of an email. It's great. Yeah. Well, that was the idea. We wanted to make it nice and easy for people. But also, WordPress, although it's very powerful and it's a brilliant system, it comes with a lot of complications and problems. Um, it Obviously, you've got all the marketing tools you have to factor in, but then you've got speed. Google's putting a lot of reliance on speed as a ranking indicator nowadays. So, And also, there's kind of stats that say that if if your website's not loading in four seconds, you're losing 40% of your audience or potential conversion audience. So that's a kind of a big factor to kind of faint, kind of come in. Um, and it's not easy stuff to do. So like you can go and buy a plugin that will do it for you. But if you set it up wrong, you can actually break your site or make it even slower. Yeah, um, guilty as and charged. Also, <laughs> <laughs> and also the ongoing updates and stuff. So people will have a professional built website done. And that's the first part, and that's great. Um, but when they start to kind of manage it on a day-to-day basis and putting content in, they're kind of uploading massive images that are probably the size of me. And as you know, Chris, six foot five, <laughs> that's a ridiculously big image. Um, they're putting like videos directly into the, the website itself. 
they've just they've got the freedom to load plugins in and you go in and there's 16 social media share plugins and um it just gets a mess and you end up with this this site that's just a mess and it slows down and it's not doing what people need to do and a big thing that people don't do as well is connect their website to marketing tools and have the right traffic metrics and tracking in place so google remarketing facebook remarketing code conversion code it's a bit of a minefield and if you don't know what you're doing it's it's also hard to do and and again you can break the site if you don't know what you're doing so we kind of just want to make that easy forget messing about your website let us handle it for you and just have an ongoing relationship where we try and help you improve your website as you grow so that's whole kind of premise around wheezy peasy yeah and i mean it's you know it's easily going to be a service i know a lot of people that are tuning in um are going to be interested in checking out so we'll link to that guys um we're not just going to talk about wheezy peasy here i assure you but <laughs> we'll we'll link to that uh, in the show notes uh, over at youpreneur.com forward slash 308 along with anything else that we end up ch- chatting about as well okay so obviously very successful guy Two very, very successful businesses, growing still, um, and, uh, you know, also, I, I must say, full disclosure, a sponsor of the upcoming Youpreneur Summit as well. So very happy to have you and your companies on board for that as well. But let's talk very quickly, Matt, about why this is so important. I mean, you know how I feel in regards to sort of, you know, building your your home on rented land and all that sort of type of thing. I mean, like, how important is it for us personal brand entrepreneurs to have our own hub, our own website, our own home? How important is that in this very social world that we live in? Yeah, so one of the biggest frustrations I see is people using tools like Wix and um, Squarespace and stuff because what you're essentially doing is, although you're getting convenience in the first instance, you're basically just giving other people your property in in essence um you don't control that system you're kind of limited to what that system gives you and that's the beauty of a system like wordpress is it just gives you the flexibility to do whatever you want to make whatever changes you want on that site to put whatever marketing tools into that website you can and you will hit a point with a tool like a rent like you say a rented system that you are going to get 90% there with your site and then you're going to hit a roadblock where you can't do what you want and you'll have wasted so much time building your your brand up. Um, and then all the traffic and all the good stuff's going to them. It's not coming to you. And also if they change their business model or they hike their price up tomorrow, you're kind of stuck with a system you can't do. Um, and for me, I wouldn't, and I always advise people just to own what you've got and just build it up as you go. It doesn't have to be perfect from day one, but you will just keep evolving your website as you go. So get it on WordPress, get a decent template or get, if you can afford to get it built properly, get it built and then you can just keep evolving it and tweaking it as you go. Yeah, I mean, and that's the, that's the one thing I never forget when you said that to me the first time and I can't remember at what point we were having a conversation at or whatever, where we were. We've had way too many conversations now to remember everything, but I remember the words that you said, a good website is never finished. I remember those words very, very clearly. 
And I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, I've revamped chrisducker.com uh, probably three or four times since 2012, right? Um, yeah. Obviously, we've just relaunched youpreneur.com um, and you know a whole bunch of other stuff that I do. I continually try and update things all the time so that I'm serving my audience better, so that I'm producing offers that look and feel attractive to be able to you know obviously boost conversions and things like that. And I mean- this is where you and I, you know, 100% agree is that the website that you produce for yourself as a youpreneur, as a personal brand entrepreneur, it's more than just the brochure. I mean, this thing is a full-blown sales and marketing team and a tool ready and waiting for you to ultimately just flip a switch and turn it on. Why do you think people don't look at it like that? Why are, they, why are they taking the brochure approach still here in 2018? I think part of it is lack of knowledge. Um, a lot of people are very still in this day and age. I was doing some research for my book, interestingly, and it said, I found this website, it was like a government website, and it said that 50% of small businesses don't have a website. Now, I don't know how true that is, but if you think if that is even 35% true, that's that's just shocking to me. That's crazy that a business in 2018 would not have a website. Um, it just plays such a crucial role in the marketing. It, like you said, it's your kind of marketing system, your salesman. Um, if you set it up in the right way, you can kind of auto automate so much of your business processes and save so much time on the back end as well. So I've seen life-changing results through websites. I've, I've built probably 300 websites in my time. Um, and I'd say easily seen about 100 people change their lives with using their website in the right way as a marketing system and it's just key to to keep evolving it and just seeing it as an investment in not only you but in your business and just keeping it up to date and fresh so people know the current information is right about you um but also making sure it's in in line with your business processes what you want to achieve from the business for example, I looked at our website six months ago and thought, we don't really do this anymore. Um, <laughs> or we've, we've, we've changed the way we do this. So I, I, I had to spend a good couple of weeks just rewriting content. And I called, I think, about 10 pages. But also, I knew that I wanted to get into doing membership sites. So I put a lot of focus in kind of creating content for membership sites, created a services page, had downloads, um, hidden landing pages and I did a lot of SEO work on the site as well because I knew it was an opportunity for us so like you talk about pivoting and switching um, those kind of things pop up as you as you evolve as a business and you kind of want to go down that di direction but if your website doesn't reflect that you're kind of disservicing your visitors they're going to get confused and when they do come through and say I want to talk to you about that and you turn around and say I don't do that anymore um, it's just a bad experience if mm. you know what I mean so mm. Totally. Yeah, completely. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that through through Melt, one of your two companies, I know through Melt, you do a lot of marketing and, and funnel building and things like that uh, for your clients. I mean, that that automation, I think, is, I mean, it can really make a massive difference on everybody's bottom line. But are you perhaps maybe a little bit worried about the way this whole kind of artificial intelligence angle is coming into play people i mean you know i'm always harping on about p2p and people to people and everything else. how much of the automated marketing funnel is something that 
is something, you know, everybody should be focusing on? Or do you feel like it's going to be morphing maybe further down the line? I mean, clearly it's powerful and it needs to be in place. I'm not doubting that at all. But do you think it's going to continue to evolve itself and maybe become a little bit more personal? I think that the way I look at it really is it's a it's a kind of way to get people to have a conversation. So um, there's a kind of a metric we use called cost per conversation. So we know that if we get people on the phone to talk to us about our website, we, we charge quite a lot for our website. So we know we're not going to sell unless we have a conversation. So how much does it cost us to get them from, say, Google ads or Facebook ads or whatever we do to then have a conversation with us? And then the second metric is how much did it cost to convert them to a customer? So for me, the funnel sits in that place where it educates builds that trust with that user that we're we're knowledgeable we know what we're talking about we're not, we're human we have a laugh we try and put some fun into our kind of copy and our videos and stuff and that just warms them up to us so when we do have a conversation with them they're more receptive to us and they're more likely to convert so i see the funnels and all these automated live chatbots they can kind of start the process and start that nurture and that warm that that love giving the love um <laughs> and just getting people knowing you and liking you. And then when you do have the conversation, they're just more likely to convert essentially. Yeah. I mean, for me, um, you know, we, we've worked very, very hard on our email funnels over the last probably 12 to 14 months or so. And we have updated them quite extensively. And I think when we turned on that kind of focus faucet and we looked at what was going on. And we actually looked really, really closely, probably for the first time, if I'm to be honest. I mean, we would always kind of peruse over open rates and click-through rates and things like that. Um, but once we really started to dive into it, particularly seeing where people would unsubscribe uh, and all that sort of type of thing, it became it became quite apparent to us that we, you know, we, we had three or four holes in our marketing funnel and our marketing plan that needed to be filled up. Um, and once we got them filled up, lo and behold, we had less leaks and, and more money yeah. started coming in. So, you know, it just goes to show like anything else, right? Like if you put the focus towards it, um, it makes a big difference. So what are, okay, so school us a little bit here. You're, you're, the, you're the expert. <laughs> I'm just the podcast host. Like what are the two or three automated systems that you feel every youpreneur should have attached to their website so the first one is obviously your kind of downloads and get them into an automated funnel where it kind of continues to talk to people um so from, from an opt-in magnet of some variety yeah. right yeah and and i think the the effectiveness of those kind of auto responders have died a bit over time because people want to see relevancy so if you can set your system up to kind of move people based on their actions, you're going to kind of see more, more magic essentially. But from a starting point, it's not that easy to do. So um, just get a basic autoresponder set up. And like you said, come back and look at it. Um, try and learn a bit more about how you can move people. So if they open a, an email or they click a button, you can move them to a secondary funnel. And, and that's where the power is. It's kind of, making it more relevant to them because if you just keep it too generic people will unsubscribe and drop off um that kind of stuff yeah um the second thing to look at and 
you might disagree that you feel this is automation or not. For, for me, I think every business should have remarketing working in the business. So if they, someone comes to your site and they go off, um, you're automatically showing up on their feeds and their, um, yeah, their Facebook feed, their Instagram feed and whatever you want to traffic it, but you're automatically showing up and you're just building your brands in a, in a very subtle subconsciously way. And I just think that's a very clever way to use automation in your business. The second, well, the third thing you can do as well is things like live chat. So a lot of people just want to have conversations quickly and find out answers. And you can use these kind of live chat bots now as well. So you can get programmed answers. So if someone asks, how much do you charge for a website, for example, you can just kick out and say, right, visit our packages page or um, would you like to, the answer could come back and say, would you like to speak to one of our team about this in more detail? And they can press yes. And that can hook up to your call diary booking system if you want to as well yeah Um, that that's huge that one right there is massive because not so long ago i wanted to buy a new sofa and uh i was on i was on a a website sophology just in case anybody's interested um and i had questions about one particular um uh, range uh, in terms of were they modular or did they just look like it? And instead of you know picking up the phone and having a talk with somebody or maybe going to one of their showrooms, they had um, intercom installed on their site. So I just clicked on the chat box and said or asked a question I wanted to ask. And within five minutes, I'd had a back and forth conversation. I knew exactly uh, you know what the deal was, and and lo and behold, they got an order for sixteen hundred pound there. I mean. Yeah. So, you know, that wouldn't have happened that quickly. I probably still would have gone in to a store, picked up the phone. But the fact that I was able to have that conversation that much faster than usual, it, it, able, it enabled them to make a sale a lot faster as well. Yeah, it's very powerful because people just want those answers there. And then, um, and that's why I think Facebook Messenger is working really well as a marketing tool because people are just, they're on the platform. They don't have to go any further. Just ask a quick question. And if you've got the time to set up these kind of automated responses, um, it can just be really powerful. Uh, Again, just getting someone a wow experience. Okay, this was cool. Um, I think nine times out of ten, you'd know you were chatting to a bot. But then when you do want to speak to someone, that at least gets passed to someone that can handle your inquiry. So that's a really cool thing to do. And then the other things you can do are things like business processes. So, for example, if you win a client um, and you've got a preset of actions you need to do to kind of onboard or fulfill this client. Um, <clears throat> so if, say, in your CRM, you drag them to one and that just sets up all your project boards on Trello or sets up a Google Drive folder with all the default kind of templates in there, um, sends you intermittent emails to say, send them a cake or um, <clears throat> just send them a thank you card, whatever. It's all about building out those kind of predetermined processes that you built up in the business. And the last thing, um, just as an added thing that I think people should set up is linking your billing through your website so that it can automate into your account system and just clear out your accounts. And that just saves so much time. Um, I did this last year and it just saves me so much time. I hate dealing with accounts and finding invoices and telling the accountant what invoice this is and all that stuff. And just by passing the two together, it took me a while to set up, but I just, I don't spend any time doing that now as well. So I mean, that's, that's a massive 
time drain for any small business owner is accounts and bookkeeping and all that kind of stuff. So, so to quantify that, then someone places an order via one of your websites um, for one thing or another, it goes through, they get billed, your sale is there, but then also everything is pumped into your accounting software as well at the very same time so that you don't have to add anything manually. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's all just cleared. It's it's kind of reconciled in one one full sweep. <laughs> I love it. And then I'm free. Um, you'd be amazed how many businesses are still dealing with inquiries on an Excel spreadsheet. Um, it just baffles <laughs> me. We get we get clients, and you're like, "How do you deal with your leads?" And also, one thing that frustrates me a lot is um, a lot of people just have like a convert kit, a Mailchimp, or an active campaign. And all it does is just gathers leads. It just sits there and it just gathers these kind of contacts and they do nothing with it. They don't send out any emails. And it's just a waste. Like you, you're better off going back to your Excel spreadsheet if that's all you're going to do. Because if you let the contacts expire or elapse over six months, they're dead contacts pretty much anyway. So you want to be talking to them straight away. So one of the most important and engaged emails is that first email you ever send to that new subscriber. So the welcome email, you want to put a lot of focus on that and how can you educate them about you and the services you do and what you can help them with, if you know what I mean, and try and push them to 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 have a conversation with you or go and join a Facebook group and get get involved with your community and what you do. And so many businesses just, I don't have the time. Um, and they just, in, in essence, when they say they don't have the time, they just can't be bothered. Um, they don't want to figure it out. They don't want to pay anyone to do it. So they just waste their time paying this monthly subscription for this software that's doing nothing for the business, but storing contacts, which they're never going to use anyway. So it frustrates me. Very, very good point. Yeah. Very, very good point indeed. And, And then also as time goes by and people lose uh, touch with each other, like you say, the trust that was initially built up for them to opt in in the first place has slowly but surely dripped away over time as well. And you've kind of almost got to uh, start off that relationship all over again, you know? They say it's the speed you get back to someone is how fast or more likely to, to convert. So if you can get back to someone in five minutes, they're like 56% more likely to convert as a customer. Um yeah. So don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect at this. And there's times where I can take a day or two to get back to someone inquiring about a website. But I still have that automated system that goes out and says, thanks for filling out your details. Here's a little video or as a download while you wait for me to get back in contact. And it just kind of builds that good feel, that warm feeling for me. And they're kind of waiting for me to get back in contact. But before they get back is thanks for, thanks for getting in touch. We'll be in touch soon. And then you don't get in touch for six months. You've you've just wasted your time and their time, essentially. Yeah, totally agree. Okay, all right. So this is all uh, it's all good stuff. See, this is why I love that. I love. Can I just put this out? I love being a bloody podcaster. Seriously, <laughs> how good is it that I get on a weekly basis? I get the opportunity to sit down and just talk with really smart people, and and then publish that for the world to just consume. It's just amazing. I had to put it out there, Matt, and you were just, That's cool. you happen to be yeah. on the line with me. I mean, it, it hits me every now and then. And it's, God, what a great world we live in. Okay, all right. So, um, all right, as we shift gears and sort of go, go into wrapping things up then, ultimately, a good website is never finished. You said that to me, those words have stuck in my mind 
ever since. Um, we've got to be evolving the site. We've got to be, you know, uh, moving it and pivoting, pivoting it in the direction that we pivot in as business owners as well. We shouldn't be doing it all on our own. That's where Wheezy Peasy comes into play. That's where Melt comes into play with the automation and stuff like that. But, I mean, give, give, give maybe two or three quick tips to wrap things up where people can sort of take some genuine aspirational uh, knowledge from you in regards to the whole adage of a good website is never finished. What are those two or three things that we should be focusing in on to really keep our site up to date and, and front of mind for anybody that's in our niche? The key thing is just to keep building your authority and your trust with people. So like keep making sure you're doing really good content, uh, content, putting yourself on the website. So get some really good quality imagery of yourself, start doing video. Um, something I put off for months and years was doing video and I just started doing it, got a guy in and it just builds that trust and authority and people just start to get a feeling for you and, and what you're about. And they just, it's more likely to convert. But in terms of using it as a marketing tool as well, what you'll find is all good websites have six to 12 front facing pages, but then they've got about 50 back end pages, but they're using four different testing of different marketing offers, different ebooks, different guides. Um, so that's something I strongly recommend you do is have a website where the front end might be quite fixed and you can't mess about with it too much, but you might have a kind of page builder in the back end where you can start to build up all your kind of landing pages and content pages. And if you're giving away this great stuff, you're driving traffic to those pages that are more likely to convert than just driving them to a homepage. Does that make sense? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then the key things you need to make sure your website's doing is loading super fast. Um, it's got the credibility elements on there. So like your site, you've got your featured in, um, where you've got Forbes and the Huffington Post and all that kind of stuff. That just builds credibility. And the key thing people don't do is have calls to action on their website as well. And it, again, that baffles me is you've got to tell people what you want them to do next. So what is the next, what is the next step you want that user to take to either download a guide or to get in touch with you? Um, and you have to look at this in every service you sell. So if I'm selling membership sites for our website, I want people to tell me about what they want to build. So I just have that one action on my page, but I tell them, fill out the form. I don't just put a form there and expect they're going to fill it out. Um, and you need to make it very 100% clear because people just scan your web page. They don't read word for word, believe it or not. No, yeah, so, no, you're absolutely right. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, humankind is, has turned into a just a bunch of scanners. That's all we do. We scan through our phone news feeds. We scan websites. We scan books even. You know, uh, it's, it's shocking. <laughs> we don't yeah. read anymore. It's terrible. I know. I listen to everything on audible. <laughs> Very rarely read. But um yeah, you just need to keep looking at your website and saying, does this reflect this business now? Um and a lot of people will go and look at their website and go, I don't like it and rebuild it and spend X amount of pounds rebuilding it when it was fine, but they just didn't look at the numbers in the background. And so you've either got a traffic problem or a conversion problem. Um so a lot of people will look and go, our website doesn't work, but they were getting 20 people a week to the website. Whereas if you've got 10,000 people coming to the website each week and you're getting nothing, then you've got a conversion problem. So you don't need to rebuild it. You just need to spend the time to fix those kind of, like you said, the leaks. Um, 
and is is your content any good is your are your calls to action any good but don't waste your money just get the the right tracking on the website and see what people are doing on the website before you make a, a big decision um so yeah that's kind of what i always advise people to do the kind of the the real data is in the numbers, so you just look and see. What, what are the? I know there's there's services, and I haven't used one for a while. So there you go. There's my 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 confession for the day. I need to look a little <laughs> bit more online. I we we spent a, we've spent a lot of time, like I said, going through order responders and mail and whatnot. But we haven't spent that much time actually looking over uh, where people are kind of mousing over their mouse and clicking and things like that. But there are there's a whole bunch of tools, right, that will allow us to do that for relatively small amounts of money in terms of investment. Like is HubSpot one of them that comes to mind for some reason? I don't know why. But where they have kind of like the heat the heat map on the site to see where people are and what they're doing? The key things, the basics are just Google Analytics. You can still find a lot of good stuff out of analytics and um one of the key factors Google uses to rank your website is dwell time, so time on site. So um, it's important to look at those kind of numbers. So if you've got pages that you feel are important to your marketing or to your website, look at the bounce rate on those pages, look at the, the time spent on those pages. And if they are important pages, you will want to put kind of heat map software on there. So clicking to track where people click, there's stuff like Crazy Egg, um hotjar offers a free account you can track free pages for free on there um and that'll show you yeah that'll show you like a thousand clicks for free um and you get some really in-depth kind of data you won't get from stuff like um analytics or conversion tracking codes because you actually see how people interact with the page and there might be a section you think isn't that important but people interact with that so then you can move it higher and just tweak it and test it. And that's one of the key things as well is just testing and just trying new things. And if you want to get really ninja, you can use like tracking through your CRM. And if certain people hit certain pages, you fire off certain automations that then send them an email and say, I saw you were looking at this page. Is that something of interest? Would you like to book a call? That's scary. So, that's scary when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love so it. We, I mean, I, I remember not so long ago, I was uh, looking at somebody's site um, this is and this is how good it is. I mean, when you're signed into something, you're signed in on any device. I was looking at somebody's site on my iPhone, and about five or ten minutes after I closed down my phone, stuck it in my pocket, I was sitting in front of my iMac. Uh, ended up basically making myself a cup of coffee and then coming back up to my office, sat in front of the iMac, opened up a separate profile or page or, or newsfeed or whatever it was on Facebook, and boom, I'm getting retargeted straight away. Like five minutes later, that's Ninja, but it's all, it's a little scary, a little kind of, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, borderline psycho stalkerish, but it's also incredibly powerful, right, from a marketing perspective. Yeah, I, I probably believe in remarketing because at that point of time, you might just think, I'm interested, but I just haven't got the time to do this. Um and that's why you drop off. But then if you sat on your bum watching telly on a Sunday and it pops up on your Instagram, oh, okay, I still want to do this. So then you go over and you're more likely to convert because you've got the time. Mm. Um, give you an example. I was interested in crypto. So I was looking at like four websites and they all want you to sign up for an account. Now, I didn't do it at the time because I thought I haven't got time. So I went off. And then the one day, this one just kept showing up at Instagram. The only one out of the four 
and the one day I just thought, sod it, and I signed up. Um, and they got my money because they kept showing up with remarketing and they just kept reminding me I was still interested in this. And that's the power of it for me. It's just it helps you to build your brand, but it also helps people take action. So I love it. Well, cool. clearly lots to take away. I mean, and, you know, this is a discussion that never really finishes or ends either. As I think, you know, as tech continues to evolve and, you know, people get more and more kind of clued into their marketing. This is a conversation that, you know, you and I could have 90 days from now and we wouldn't repeat ourselves. You know what I mean? Like this, it's it's ever evolving in itself, isn't it? You know? Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I got into it because it just kept changing. Um, the fundamentals apply and like the things you should have on your website and the the copy and all that kind of stuff but the tech is constantly evolving and as a business owner it's hard to stay up to speed we we're paid full time to stay up to speed we have to it's our jobs but if you're trying to do it yourself and juggle many balls you're just going to get lost confused frustrated and you're going to end up going down a rabbit hole that might take you a day two days where you could be growing your business and making sales and for the sake of just getting a bit of help um yeah, it's just a wise thing to do. And I do it myself. I outsource the support of our own website because I don't want to do it. And it <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds daft. But no, but you know what? No, knowing you the way I do now, I, it, it's not that daft sounding at all. I would almost be upset at you if you didn't <laughs> as well. Yeah, oh, because I, I can do it and I, my gut instinct and my to do it but i just think it's not a good use of my time i should be focusing on writing the sales letters the referral campaigns all this kind of stuff so i'm just going to pay wheezy peasy um to just do it for me and then it just works it just works a dream yeah i love it mate it was it was great to talk with you conversation i know we're going to have at several opportunities for you guys tuning in if you'd like to meet matt and his Wheezy Peasy team and, you know, learn a little bit more about what they're all about. They will be sponsoring the Upana Summit. They're going to be there in November. If you haven't got your ticket already, you can head over to youpanasummit.com. There might still be some available. There might not be by the time this goes live. But, uh, Matt, it was a real pleasure to sit down and have a, a conversation for the audience here. And um, I thank you for your time, sir. No, thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it. Thoroughly, thoroughly, mate. All right, you guys tuning in, thank you very much for being with us. It's always a pleasure to be in your earbuds, no matter what you're doing, running, walking the dog, lazing around on a Sunday afternoon, watching the football, whatever you're doing. And uh, I want just want to say thank you for tuning in. I very much appreciate your attention. I'll be back at you again, as always, with another episode of the show next week. Between now and then, show notes at youpreneur.com forward slash three zero eight take good care talk to you soon if you enjoyed today's show i'd love for you to check out the youpreneur mastermind community it's the go-to resource for everyone wanting to build a profitable future-proof business based around their experience and those that they want to serve so whether you're just starting out or if you've been working hard on your personal brand and building your online platform for a while, the Upano Mastermind community can help you take everything you've been doing to the next level. 
with lots of training, live mastermind calls, and thriving community forums where you can get the feedback, advice, and more energy and encouragement than you'll know what to do with, the Youpreneur Mastermind community is the perfect place for anyone wanting to learn how to build, market, and monetize their personal brand. For more info and to get started on your new Youpreneur journey, head over to youpreneur.com today. I'll see you on the inside.